For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Welcome to the Playoffs Leafs Nation and Ladies Talking Leafs. I'm Chris. And I'm Syl. And that was some game last night, a big 5 nothing Leaf win in Game 1 versus the Lightning. Um, but before we get into that, though, we want to put a little bow on some of the regular season accomplishments. Yes, so congratulations obviously go out to AM34 on getting to the 60-goal mark and winning back-to-back Rocket Richard trophies. And that, and with that, he is like the first U.S.-born player to top the NHL in goals multiple times. So that is a huge, huge accomplishment. Yeah. yeah, huge. And I don't think that like we've had a player on the Leafs that's ever accomplished something like this either. So it's it's a major thing. So um, also the Leafs as a team uh, set new regular season franchise records with 50 wins and 106 points. And of course, uh, yeah. Yeah, we know that uh, that is uh, also a special accomplishment. Yeah. And also congrats to one of our favorite players, my personal favorite player from Scarborough, Michael Bunting, on finishing the season uh, with the most points as a rookie. I looked it up just to make sure. And he ended the season with 63 points, two ahead of Trevor Zegris from the Anaheim Ducks. And uh Yeah, we have hopes that he will at least get nominated for the Calder Trophy for Rookie of the Year, even though he's 26 years old. That shouldn't matter. He had an excellent season, and hopefully he gets into the series versus Tampa very soon. I heard he might be playing tomorrow night uh, on the Wednesday night, this game two. Well, that will be uh, definitely welcome to see him in uh, the lineup. And of course, uh, we're going to get into it, but but yeah, that might add a, a a whole other layer to the game. So anyway, we're going to cover a lot more of the regular season accomplishments at a later date, but obviously right now it's all about the playoffs. So we're going to get into opening night of the playoffs and the Leafs Lightning series, but we want to ask you, our wonderful listeners, a favor. Uh, After listening to our show, we would appreciate it if you could leave us a review. Both Apple and Spotify have a listener option to leave a rating or a review, and it's really easy to do it, actually. So on Apple, if you go to your library and find our show and then just scroll down to the very bottom, you'll see the option to rate or review. That's it. And it's important because we want to hear your thoughts on the show, and it will also give us exposure as a source for Leaf content. Yeah, and we also launched our new website this year, uh, ladiestalkingleafs.com. So check that out. Uh, We have a blog there. Um, and we also have some videos there of interviews that we did on with Hockey Time Machine. And if you aren't already, you will want to follow us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Our handle is at LTL1917. And on Instagram and Facebook, you'll find our game picks and live video from Scotiabank Arena, which we were there last night for the game, game one. (laughs) 
Yeah, so speaking of that, it's now time for us to get into the show and round one of the playoff series versus the Bolts. We're going to start off with our keys to the series. Then we will run our Ladies Talking Leafs playoff highlight reel. And in our third period segment, we're going to get into some of the other playoff series that interest us. So without any further ado, let's talk Leafs. All right, so the keys to the series. Um, as usual, I'm starting it off this time. We um, So my one key to the series is special teams, and we definitely got a preview of that uh, last night in game one um, with the PK uh, being spectacular, our PK. Um, I mean, it'd be nice if we don't take dumb penalties like Kyle uh, Clifford did, um, which he's probably going to get a suspension for. But um, but yeah, the PK was fantastic last night, and we even got the shorthanded goal. Um, and we're gonna want we're gonna need to see more of that um, in in the series. And then also with the power play, the power play was a bit of a. I don't know. It was uh, wasn't great last night. I I don't have the actual stats, but um, but I we found when well, I know when we were there and he, and we were we saw that with that stupid little drop pass that we like to do when we're entering the ozone. That part of it, um, I guess Tampa was having a player sit back there to try and take away that pass. So we need to. F- we need to find some bit more creativity to get the entry into the ozone there. But, um, but yeah, it's going to be huge over the series. I, I think, or I think we both think that and, um, and I'm pretty sure still agrees. And we just, we need to stay out of the box though, as much as possible. And, um, and yeah, and score on the power play at, at some point. So that's my yeah, first I, one. I think, um, one thing I did notice, though, is that they, even though there was that pressure, like they didn't, um, they didn't kind of get antsy and they sort of still held the puck and kept their pace. Um, I think they actually slowed it down a little too much. I think they needed to be like uh, quicker uh, breaking into the zone and stuff um, without, you know, obviously uh, dishing it or getting rid of it too quickly. Um, so hopefully they'll, um, look at tape, I'm sure that, and they'll uh, kind of make some adjustments there, but I did like that they, it really was sort of the same the whole night long. Like they didn't seem to kind of, um, get, you know, flustered or uh, frustrated at all. So, I mean, that's kind of all you really want to see. And I think it's just, that part's probably just going to get better as they, you know, settle in even more, I think. Yeah, we did. We did obviously have the top power play in the league. Um, Just for our listeners to let them know, Tampa was seventh in the league um, in the, during the regular season for power play and they were 14th on the PK. So they weren't that great on the PK. So we should be able to capitalize on that. But I did notice too on their side, when they were on the power play, Kucherov was always seemed like he was always passing off. He had the um, like he had the the good opportunities to actually just shoot, um, but mm-hmm. he ended up passing for whatever reason. And um, that kind of reminds me of maybe that he picked up something from Mitch from previous years, or <laughs> he's designed to pass it or something. But um, but yeah, well, if he got that, if he took that disease, you know, it's okay. I, I'm okay if yeah. he doesn't. Uh, it doesn't get cured of that until uh, next year. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. All right. So, what's um, one of your keys? Well, I mean, this kind of lends into what I what I was just saying a moment ago. But mine is uh, fighting through adversity. So, obviously, last night's game could not have gotten gone any better. 
And we really, really did do that last night. So no matter what was thrown at us, um, I think we, they just stayed the course and they, they weren't taken off their game at all. However, you know, it is just one game, obviously. And we know that Tampa is going to be combing the tapes like crazy today. And they're going to come back uh, with an answer for a lot of those things because, you know, that was pretty embarrassing for them, I think, to lose the first game that way and probably, you know, brings back some bad, bad demons from a few years down the road as well. So they're not going to they're going to come out gunning. And so we are going to need to be able to not just weather that, but find a way to be able to stick to our game plan and reproduce the game that we played last night, because obviously um, it's not going to be as easy in game two. Not that it was easy last night. It definitely wasn't an easy game. And they played, you know, they played like, to me, they they demonstrated team toughness last night. The Leafs oh, did. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, the most that I've ever seen them demonstrate. So, uh, but, you know, we all know that it it's, you know, it's nice to be able to play um, ahead of the game, but we have yet to see them be behind the eight ball. So that's going to be uh, the question yeah. for me, whether or not if we get behind, how is that going to affect their game? And can they turn it around and, and still continue to kind of press on like they did last night? Yeah. And, and basically like keep the pedal to the metal or metal to the pedal, whatever. 100%, yeah. <laughs> that sort of thing. But yeah, no, definitely. I mean, a lot of people are saying today now, like a lot of people are already on to game two, which is what we should be um, thinking of because you you want to make sure that you you bring that same energy and you need and and more. And like you said, if um, like we, we have yet to see us be down, let's just say one nothing or even two nothing. So they... They need to, I mean, they've, they've been in those, obviously they've, we have experience in that before, but not against this type of opponent, opponent, which uh, obviously they're this former Stanley Cup champs. So they're definitely gonna, they're definitely gonna need us to take our game to many different levels. Let's just say that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. And then the other key for me was be our best players have to be our best players and and definitely last night they were. Um, Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner were uh, combined six points. And um, I mean, Willie and, and JT, they they didn't get on the scoring sheet, but they were still doing a lot of good things and, and taking some a little bit of a physical abuse too from the Tampa play Tampa Bay players with their cheap shots because they they were down at the that point. And um, but yeah, they as long as our best players are the best players, then the supporting cast will be there to help out. And that supporting cast last night was was great. Like Pierre Engvall and Mikheyev, I think, had great nights. And, um, oh, and, and Kampf. Oh, my and God. And David Kampf, yeah. Having he is a, a machine on D, honestly. And yeah. I'm like, I'm so happy for him, too. Yeah. Like this, he's got to be thinking this was the best career decision he's ever made in his life because... I don't think that he would have ever gotten this kind of opportunity to perform at this level. And, you know, he's he wasn't brought here for offense, but he's had his best offensive season ever as well. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I loved his celebration, too. Like, yeah, <laughs> you could tell it meant a lot. And he is basically the um, backbone of of everything that we do on the defensive side. So, yeah. So he's he's a guy that needs to be protected for sure. Also. Yeah, yeah, no, and he, 
Like, I mean, in Chicago, what he had, we were talking about last night of the game, like he had, what, one goal all season the previous mm-hmm. season, right, before he got here. So, and Sheldon Keefe said at the beginning of this season that, like, yes, he's a, he's a very defensive-minded player, but they could see that he has offense in him, like, to a little bit anyways, to and they've managed to bring it out of him, and he seems to be excelling at it. So that's that's great. And even Colin Blackwell as well, the pickup mm-hmm. at the deadline, like, he's 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 brought some edge and not afraid to get in there and um, and do bring some feistiness into the game. And um, yeah, so, but bottom line is the best players have to be the best players. Last night they were, and it has to continue like that. Um, well, I think the other part the of that is, yeah, it's that part when that happens, when the best players are the best, that also is inspiring for the rest of the team. You know what I mean? That that yes. gets people supercharged. Yeah, yeah. Like for me, one of the best moments of last night's game that I loved was, you know, how, uh, you know, most people would expect that they would roll out, you know, Matthews, Marner, and, um, and uh, geez, who was he with them on the line? Kerfoot. Oh, yes, um, Kerfoot, yeah. Uh, you know, to start the game, but yeah. they didn't, and they didn't come out till the third, uh, yes, third line change. Right. And when the the crowd just went like crazy, you know, so appreciative yeah. and crazy, <laughs> that was like a, a really electric moment. And I, I'm pretty sure that that came across on TV as well. But yeah. man, that was really really cool. And I think that when that line is rolling, and I think even the accomplishments that they had during the season, that makes a huge difference for the team and it gets everybody fired up. So that is definitely a huge key. Yeah. And with that, that also, again, it's amazing how how this all rolls out, but it leads into (laughs) my my key, which is that everybody needs to take their game up a notch. I think we could all agree when we look back at some of the failed uh, seasons, failed playoff attempts in the first round, um, that didn't happen. And there was, you know, you could, when you can look to maybe one or two guys that, you know, raise their level of play, you know, that's not a good thing. And every player on the team and especially the main guys, which hasn't haven't happened in previous years, at least yeah. recently, um, they need to really take it up a notch. And that doesn't mean just for one game. That means consistency, and that means also, you know, every game kind of adding a little bit of a layer and, um, you know, becoming, you know, even a bigger player um, during the playoffs. And and that's what we kind of need to see. I think. Oh, yeah, for sure. And the, uh, like, I mean, obviously, we're playing the Stanley Cup champions. So this game one is going to be nothing in comparison to the next games that are coming up. Like, they're going to, like, they've, Tampa's gone, has gone and gotten to the ultimate level and winning that Stanley Cup. So with us, we're just, we've learned the lessons, I guess, for the past mm-hmm. several years. And now it's time that we start taking those steps to to get to the next level game by game when we have to bring it, those players, all the players on the team have to have to give everything um, in order for us to get past this series. So yeah, I think, um, I definitely think that uh, that's going to be a, a huge key to the series. 
Yeah. And in addition to like, we're talking a lot about the players right now, but I think you, we can't, you know, overlook the coaching as well. And I would say, you know, like that's one of the things we talked about on a previous episode leading into this, you know, is Keith going to be up to, um, you know, the coaching matchup against Cooper? Well, I think round one definitely went to Sheldon Keith. Because I think that wasn't just a a perfectly played game. It was perfectly prepared. Like they were so well prepared for that that matchup yesterday. And even the way he, you know, set things up with bringing attention to the scrums and all of those things, his gamesmanship prior and the way he handled the in-game things were were great last night. So again, we need to see how he handles and how his team handles uh, any adversity that comes their way as a, as opposed like you know yeah. in the way that they have to basically roll with those punches and make adjustments uh, in game. Uh, but but that I don't think you can overlook that either. Yeah. And speaking of Sheldon Keith, he actually, it was funny. That was his first game as a Leaf, as Leaf head coach in the playoffs with a crowd, with a playoff crowd. Mm-hmm. That was last night. So he, that's, it's so hard to believe. That's unbelievable. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't believe that when they said it, but yeah. So anyhow, so talking about next level, Uh, We picked out a few moments that were next level in our Ladies Talking Leafs playoff highlight reel. So let's roll it. All righty. So in the number three spot, we have Leafs Nation at Scotiabank Arena. Like As we said, it's been a while since we've had people there for a playoff game. And man, oh man, were we all starving for this type of excitement. Uh, Sheldon Keefe even said that he thought the crowd was the first star of the game. And we are proud to say that we were part of it. And it, it definitely was loud. Like I, I even commented to you that that I thought yes. that might be the loudest that I've ever heard it in there. Um, usually when we're talking to each other, I can really hear you. But last night it was like, we're like kind of going, what, what? So it was really hard to tell, um, you know, what each other was saying, but it was definitely exciting. And, um, yeah, like from the get go, it was good. Yeah. When Syl said that actually to me, saying that it was the loudest, I was like, really? You think so? Like, I'm like, then I think I was thinking back to the Maple Leaf Gardens days, maybe. I don't know. Right. Yeah, probably. Those were really loud. Right. But we were going Mm -hmm. into by that time, we're going to the conference finals and that. But um, but yeah, so it's going to be a huge test. But we're asking Leafs Nation for tomorrow night's game on Wednesday night uh, at Scotiabank Arena and all future games. Make sure you're loud, right? Last night was the, I guess, the baseline, which apparently was yes. the loudest. We need that to continue and go even more. We need to bring it to next level for the rest of this playoff series. Because even Sheldon Keefe said for that five-minute major that Kyle Clifford got, it was the crowd that really kept the guys going. Like, I mean, they were on, obviously, they're they know what's at stake and, and but it was the crowd that they were feeding off of to 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 kill off that penalty so that was great mhm yep so we we got to keep bringing it yeah yeah if the team's going to mm-hmm. bring it we got to bring it <laughs> that's right yeah and number 2 on the ladies talking leagues playoff highlight reel is jack soupy campbell 24 saves for the shutout and he was there when he needed to be and that's all we need basically <laughs> right like he i think yeah. i noticed I know it's a couple of really, like, let's just say spectacular saves that he made, but he didn't have to be, I mean, 24 saves is not really a huge uh, amount. And um, 
the guys in front of him really protected him well. I like that seeing in front of the net, but um, and but yeah, I just thought he had a he had a really good game, and we just need him to stay healthy and stay focused because it's as we've said, it's going to be next level for every game and he needs to bring it he needs to bring it as well uh to keep his game up and bring it to the next level for for the series yeah 100 percent. and he looked pretty calm and cool and collected in there and uh we and like you said uh you know at, at when every stop he made um there were people at least three guys right there to make sure that his area of the crease was clear um so one thing, one thing that was funny, remember when the guy sitting behind us, somebody said uh, it was in the third period and they said the word, the shutout. Oh, yeah. Right. And <laughs> in his, his, the guy's friend was very much saying, why did you say that? Right. And, <laughs> and then I said to Syl, I'm like, yeah. And I turned around. Why did you say that? And I'm like, don't say that. You don't say that word until the game is like basically over. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right. Or yeah. like within seconds. Anyhow, um, he did. Soupy did fine last night. And, uh, and we just we need more of that uh, for, for the series, basically. Exactly. Yeah. So obviously, moving into our number one spot, uh, we have Magic Mitch Marner. So what can what more can we say about him? So with one goal and two assists and a phenomenal and his phenomenal work on the penalty kill, I guess, now known as the power kill, that seems to be the trending term. Yeah. Um, his totalized time was 1918. Um, he got off the schneid with his 18 game playoff goal drought. So <laughs> no one can bring that up again anymore. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he looked definitely cool, calm and collected and definitely played his game. And, you know, like when we were talking about fighting through adversity, um, you know, people actually that Tampa actually got some contact on him yesterday and it didn't seem to phase him at all. So um, so good on him. And uh, honorable mention obviously goes out to our MVP, Austin Matthews, uh, who also had two goals and an assist last night, last, last night. Yeah. Yeah. Well, with Mitch, um, I was telling Syl, I was just listening to uh, Joe Bowen on the radio and uh, and it was funny. He actually ran into Mitch in the in the hallway going into the arena on uh, he uh, he was asking him like how his parents were and, and just casual conversation. And then he just told him, he goes, Mitch, just go out and ha have a game basically. And he had more than a game, I would say. I mean, even Sheldon Keefe noted too, like he, Mitch was on the ice for over eight minutes, I guess, in the first period because mm -hmm. of that whole um, five minute major and, and being so important on the, on the penalty kill. Um, plus he also plays the power play too. So when they had that, he was on there. So he was actually a few minutes <laughs> ahead of um I think I think it was just over three minutes ahead of uh, Matthews on ice time. So because um, Matthews only had 16 minutes last night, which I mean, that's good, wow. I guess, overall, because yeah. you're saving He's yourself. going to definitely right? have a lot in the tank still. Exactly. Right. But you need to manage, like Keith said, he needs to manage Mitch Marner's ice time being that he's uh, he's. In playing in all different kinds of roles. So um, well, it's a good thing he's got the crazy motor that he has. Yeah. But, you know, we need him to last. So, yeah. So yeah, that is true. That's for sure. But yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, you can't say anything more. I mean, in the arena, the, uh, <laughs> the stars were, um, Mitch Marner was actually the third star 
um, Austin Matthews was second star and Jack Campbell was uh, the first star. But uh, we've kind of mixed it up here with adding in our Leafs Nation because we are the best fans in the world. So we have mm-hmm. to we have to put the us and and Sheldon Keefe pointed out that we were the first star of the game, actually. <laughs> So obviously it was definitely a great game one for the Leafs and we could talk forever about it, but it is only game one and we know the Lightning are going to be a lot better as the series goes on. So let's get into some talk about a couple of the other series that we're kind of interested in watching um, in our third period segment. Yeah, so for the third period, um, we're going to talk about these other, few of the other series anyways, but um as we go along throughout the playoffs. But right now I was actually interested. I got home last night after the game and the Kings and Oilers series was, uh, was still on. And uh, I actually got quite interested in it. The most thing that, I guess the things that caught my eye before I, I started watching it was the fact like, obviously Zach Hyman is there. Um, That's mostly my, uh, my interest in it. And, uh, and there's also Tyson Berry, Cody Cece, not so much, but he's on their former leaf. And on the Kings, there's Trevor Moore, uh, Carl Grundstrom, and Sean Dursey, who I forgot. I was reminded that he was part of the trade that brought Jake Muzzin to Toronto. So he's only, he's a 23-year-old right shot defenseman. And I kind of remember saying or hearing like when we got Muzzin that this this player was a, was really a I guess a good young, he could turn out to be a really good young defenseman. And sure enough, he is. He was in on the game winning goal too. Um, and I was, and I remember, I remember too with that, that um, uh, Dubas really didn't want to include him yes. in that deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and yeah. And then there was the Dino factor. I wanted to see what this, uh, how the way he managed to shut down, Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner, I don't know, both of them, or at least Austin Matthews anyways, last year's playoffs with the, uh, with the Habs. And I wondered like his factor as to how he, uh, how he was going to shut down or try and attempt to shut down Connor McDavid. So um, it was, it was funny. The, uh, the, they basically shot themselves in the foot, uh, the Oilers last night, or Mike Smith did in the, in the goalie, because he threw a pizza Mm -hmm. up the middle and that basically resulted in the game winning goal with just a few minutes left in the in the game otherwise it was a tie game it was 3-3 mm-hmm. and yeah he basically blew it he he likes to handle the puck that goalie but uh <laughs> and he's usually really good at it like he's one of the best puck handling goalies yeah but yeah. but not last night not last in night that on particular the... moment yeah it yeah. only takes a moment though right <laughs> Yeah. So that's why, like, yeah, people, I'm sure the players are cognizant of this, but you have to have your head in the game for the full 60. You cannot have even a 30 second lapse. No, exactly. Because it can, co- it'll cost you. Yeah. And yeah. that's what happened last night. And that's what happened last night for sure in that series. So yeah, it's going to be interesting to see now the, that was in Edmonton. So the, mm-hmm. the Kings took one there and um, now the Oilers have to come back. Hyman was his usual self. I saw him, he was in front of the net, he was digging, digging in the corners and that. And um, so he was his usual um, grinding kind of player. So he was he he played well. Um, Trevor Moore had a good game too. I noticed him, and then Sean Dursey yeah, he scored. Yeah, also yeah. Mm-hmm. So and then, uh, but I I didn't seem like it was much of a 
defensive <laughs> juggernaut no. last night with both teams really scoring. And of course, Connor McDavid had that beautiful goal. Yeah. Um, so no one stopped him on that one. But yeah. I guess if you can, you know, stop at least one or two of his a night, then you're you're doing pretty well. He's chances are he's gonna get one. Um yeah. but um yeah, what's, anyway, what's yours? But, What's your series? The series that I'm kind of interested in watching um, is uh, St. Louis, Minnesota, mostly because both of those teams are just so tough to play against. Um, And there's, you know, at least an interesting um, superstar on the Minnesota side as well. Kaprizov that I'm kind of interested in in watching because he's you know he's a player that has done quite a lot this year uh, over 100 points and um, you know sort of kind of come out of the woodwork although I'm sure most people who've kind of been watching him will say that that's not really the case but um, I'd be kind of interested to watch him a little bit more and um, and of course that game didn't disappoint with the, the nastiness that we would expect Um and St. Louis ended up winning for nothing, which I was kind of surprised. I thought it, you know, would be close for right from the beginning um, in game one. And uh, Dave Perron uh, had the hat trick and it is going to be a nasty series. I, I think most people have probably seen the, the cross check to legs that uh, Spurgeon um, did on a Minnesota player. And, uh, yeah, Bush David, Bush, Bush yeah. yeah. And, uh, I, I was really shocked that he only got fined for that. Like, seriously, like, if that was a in a Leaf game and that was a Leaf player, uh, there would have definitely been, um, a suspension. suspensions handed yeah. out, right? So, um, yeah, but, it's uh, kind of, it's, yeah, it's kind of funny that the way that works. They, they said it was some of it was because the, Guy continued the Busnevich, Busnevich. I don't know how to pronounce his name properly. Sorry, I butchered that. But, um, but like, if he apparently just played the next shift, like there was no issue. But that really. But to me, it's it shouldn't it, it shouldn't should never be about you know whether the person got hurt or not. Yeah, you know whether whether you know that you know doles out punishment. Yes. Yeah. That's not the no, way it I works. Know. It's like that. It, that was an intent to injure play, without a doubt. Yeah. It wasn't just a you know get out of my way cross check. You know, no, they were both down on the ground. Where was he going to go yeah. when he was on his no, knees? And, like, and you look at Austin Matthews got that two game suspension, and mm-hmm. uh, Sandy or was it Sandy Darlene? Sorry, Darlene. Darlene. Yeah. <laughs> I was getting mixed up with the because his first name is the same, Rasmus mm-hmm. Darlene. Like. He wasn't injured on the play. He was fine. So why did mm-hmm. why did Matthews get two games for that? Yeah. Right? So I, and I guess because, that's the whole thing. It's because of the Leaf uniform, in my opinion. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> and the other part of it is, is that, you know, I think all anybody who watches this game wants and all, all the players want either too is, is, is consistency. So, you know, call these things in a consistent way on ice and when you're doling out the discipline. That's that's all we kind of want. And, you know, as far as that goes too, like for the rest of the series, I, I want consistency in the way it's called. Like if yeah. you know, if, yeah. if the game was called a certain way in game one, you better be doing the same thing in game two. Like yes. you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's what the frustration is on the part of the players too, from game to game, right? There seems to be mm-hmm. uh at least in the past, there hasn't been that same consistency so with the refereeing but uh yeah no on that series too with minnesota and st louis i mean that was in minnesota so they got mm-hmm. st louis got the shutout there i was kind of surprised about the shutout like they didn't manage to get one goal yeah. 
and um, mm-hmm. and Mark Andre Fleury. Um, I guess being in the nets, like I don't know. I saw some of the highlights, but um, I don't know. I don't think he could be faulted on any of them. And um, and this is a big year for Minnesota because next year, um, I guess there's those couple of contracts that come into effect to do with the cap. So if they don't yep. actually have a good run uh, this year, they're basically in a little bit of trouble when it comes to salary cap issues. But mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we won't well, get into I that. I guess, you know, <laughs> hopefully they can at least get the split and make a series out of this. And yeah. um, oh, I'm for sure, sure I think they will. they'll get it together for game two. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we're recording the show on Tuesday and game two of the Leafs Lightning series is set for tomorrow night at Scotiabank Arena. And uh, just looking at our upcoming schedule, uh, games three and four are going to be down in Tampa on Friday and Sunday. And then if necessary, they're going to come back here for game five next Tuesday, May 10th, before you will hear from us again. So uh, this is we're just going to set up the reminder that we are going to be doing weekly podcasts right now for the duration of the Leafs playoff run, which we hope is going to go along into June. For sure. Yeah. So we want to thank all of our listeners and a shout out to one uh, in particular, one of our Twitter followers in um, from Pennsylvania in the United States at Maple Mets, uh, who recommended our show. So thank you very much. And also one final reminder to be sure to leave us a rating or review and let us know what you think of the show. It's uh, it's very easy on Apple and Spotify. We gave you instructions from at the start and um, it's important for our show to get more exposure as a spo- source for Leaf content. And we thank you for taking the time. And another way to help us out is by visiting our Ko-fi page at ko-fi.com. You can follow us there. And if you choose to, you can support us by buying us a coffee. Any donation that you give goes towards helping us produce the show and making it even better for you. So you can find the link to our Ko-fi page on all our show notes or in any of our social media profile pages. Yeah, and we thank, as always, we like to thank our healthcare workers and first responders for everything that they do. So thank you. So enjoy the next few games, Leaf Nation of the series, and we'll be back next week for more Leaf playoff talk. So go, go Leafs, Leafs, go! go. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.